0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome in to Purple Daily where we're going to dive in today to perhaps one of the most underrated players in the NFL, Daniil Hunter. But Dennis Kirk has been a partner of ours here on uh, both Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily for uh, a couple years. And they are here to talk to you riders out there. The weather's been pretty amazing during these crazy times. And the one thing you really can still do is get out and, and ride. Uh, it's, it's time to get that motorcycle out of the garage ready for this year's riding season. DennisKirk.com is a Minnesota-based worldwide retailer of parts, accessories, And apparel for avid bikers of all kinds. So whether you're a Harley rider, a cruiser, sport bike, dirt bike, or any other kind of motorcycle, they have what you need. And now through May 28th, Dennis Kirk is offering 0% interest for up to 12 months. Over 160,000 products in stock and ready to ship today. DennisKirk.com not only offers a huge in-stock selection, but also guaranteed best prices. Fast same-day shipping and a satisfaction guarantee. They truly are the best In the riding business. Order by 8 o'clock tonight. Get it tomorrow. $89 orders ship free. DennisKirk.com. Order today. Get it tomorrow. Football. Gentlemen, Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, And we're going to debut a new segment here that we're going to do every single week on Fridays. Vikings Reddit. We all kind of like scrolling through and seeing what Vikings Reddit is talking about. What sort of questions they're asking. And keep our finger on the pulse. So Declan... Find your favorite question from Vikings Reddit, throw it at us, let's do a dive. All right, let's go with this one. Is Daniil Hunter the most underrated player in the NFL? Football. He ranks fifth in total pressure since 2017, trailing only Aaron Donald, Cam Jordan, Vaughn Miller, and Khalil Mack. Wow. Of any of those guys, I guess the first question off this, would you take any of them over Daniil Hunter.
1: Got to look at the ages of the rest of those uh, young men as well. I
0: think Daniil is the youngest yeah. of that group. Cam, Jordan, Cam Jordan's 30. I okay. looked that on up. So I would take Daniil. Yep. I think Aaron Donald might he's be... He's older the, for sure. He's older, but he might be the only one I would take. Boy, this he's is 28. Uh, Aaron Donald's 28. I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe this is being a homer and a, and a hot take artist, but I would take Deniel Hunter specifically because he's only 25 years old, and Deniel Hunter is also the only player to ever reach 50 sacks by the age of 25. And I've got I actually have lists of Deniel Hunter love to throw at you guys here for this, but um, and part of this too is like. Khalil Mack is amazing, and we've seen just how much damage he does, not only to the Vikings but to other teams in the NFC North. But I just keep going back to age. The fact that Daniil Hunter probably gets better going forward, and is already one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. It's, it's you watch a guy on a weekly basis, you probably lean toward him, but I'm I'm sticking with Daniil Hunter.
1: To answer question one, um, a guy that's had fourteen and a half a sacks each of the past two seasons, and in 2016 uh, had twelve and a half sacks. No, I don't believe that he is the most underrated player in the league now. I think he's pretty well known. I think we're still working off of the fact that he went from six sacks in 2015 to 12 and a half in 2016 and started to emerge. And at that point, he was probably a guy who was not nearly on teams and fans radar as much as he should have been. So I do think that there there was a time where that question was completely legit. I think he is a well known Commodity now around the, the uh, National Football League, so I don't think he is the most underrated player as we sit here talking about this today. Uh, but your list, I would take. I would take D- 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 He's as Phil said, he's twenty five. Donald's been around now for how long? And he's a great player, but he plays in- inside. And here, here's the thing that excites me about Deniel that he's got going for him that. The, uh, the other players on your list, Declan, probably don't right now, is the other players on your list still might be very, very good, too great. But I feel like their ceilings are pretty much known. I feel like Khalil Mack, great player, but we know exactly what he can do and the nightmares that he can cause teams. Donald is sort of the same way. Daniel Hunter-Boys, with Griffin here until uh, 2020 now, has been a left end. But he could play right end. yeah. As we saw, and here's here's what intrigues me, and here's why I think that his, his upside is still there and has not been explored completely, is think about the Saints game. He suddenly moved inside, and Griffin did too, but they were a nightmare. And in today's league, the multi-positional player, especially defensively, is no question a thing. And so I think... What makes me say, if you give me the list of players that Declan just did, and where do you take Hunter, and I say, I take him atop that list, it's the unknown of a guy who had a relatively, he's not super young, but he's still young age, is maturing into becoming an even better player. The unknown about him, if I'm the Vikings, really excites me.
0: To your point about left side, right side, and then like it, it would be fun, I, I've heard a lot of people, uh, Vikings fans, asking, why can't they, based on what happened with New Orleans, why not do the up the middle thing more often. I think they probably will. I also think it has to be a bit of a sneak attack from a game plan standpoint to some extent, too. And you have to you, you, I don't think you can just do it liberally. I think it has to be immobile quarterback, weak potential, movable inside offensive lineman, right? But two years ago, his pass rushes, Daniil Hunter, were split basically fifty-fifty between right side and left side, and he had the same pressure rate from both the right side and the left side. Can I can I just shower you guys with some Deniel Hunter numbers and context here sure just like and this is why I actually think he is one of the most underrated players still he's emerged into that category of people definitely know who he is now around the league he's not just this anonymous guy anymore because he's been in the league for five years so I don't think he's anonymous by any means I don't think people understand the trajectory he's on that's that's the category I would put him in is like we all see it in Minnesota I don't think I don't think people put him in the same category as all the guys Declan mentioned, like the the Aaron Donald. Those, those are like household name dudes. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yeah, that Daniel Hunter guy is having a pretty good run. Well, I already mentioned that he's the youngest player to ever reach 50 sacks, 25 years old. First player to ever reach 50 sacks at age 25. The last two years, he's third in total sacks across the NFL 2018-19 behind only Chandler Jones and Aaron Donald. He's second in tackles for loss among edge rushers with 36 the last couple years. Last season, he was number one in the NFL in quarterback hurries. Nobody hurried quarterbacks more often than Daniil Hunter. And he was second in total QB pressures but behind only Zadarius Smith in Green Bay, who's another guy kind of in that same category. Who are the best pass rushers in the NFL? And Zadarius Smith is not someone that immediately jumps to mind as a household name. But this is the most impressive one to me. All right. This is a list of the most sacks in a player's first five years, regardless of age. Because like Reggie White came into the league when he was twenty-three. So he wasn't going to rack up fifty sacks in two years like Daniel Hunter did. But this is the list of the of most sacks in a player's first five years ever in the NFL. He's 14th, and this is the group. Reggie White, JJ Watt, Derek Thomas, DeMarcus Ware, Richard Dent from those Bears defenses, he was the best pass rusher on on the best defense of all time, basically. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Jared Allen, Bruce Smith, Dwight Freeney, Charles Haley, Justin Houston, and Tim Harris. Five of those guys are already in the Hall of Fame. I would say three or four are locks to be in the Hall of Fame. And the guys he's ahead of on that list are Khalil Mack, Howie Long, Lawrence Taylor, Julius Peppers. Chris Dolman, John Randall, Kevin Green, who's third all-time in sacks. Mm-hmm. That's the company that he's in through five years in the NFL. And so when you put it into that context, yeah, people know who he is, but like, no, no, no. No, like, look at who he is. He's legitimately on pace to be one of the greatest pass rushers of all time. We'll see how the next 10 years or so play out. Like, Reggie White did it until he was 38 or something. Right. Bruce Smith was almost 40 years old, too. But that's that's the group he's in right now, which and, is
1: crazy. And I think the thing I'm most curious to see now from Hunter in 2020 when the season does start is what's the impact of Griffin being gone from the right end? Does he actually benefit? Because my guess is he's going to play right end and come from a right-handed quarterback's blind side more often. Um, but, yeah, I think he is a. I think he's a very known commodity now in the league. Is he accepted as being among the group that you just read, Phil? I don't know about that. But I think that he is. As far as impact now, very well known, a nightmare. Now, the one intriguing thing about Griffin being gone is if the end that he plays with now is not as effective as Griffin was on a uh, regular basis. You know, there were times when Hunter had to be matched up against tight ends, which was a complete and utter joke, and he would just toss those guys aside with no problem. So... All of those things could definitely impact him in 2020, but I still think he's going to be a great player. And athletically, the man is a freak. Right.
0: And, and he, I mean, you could bring a counterpoint up and say, well, 10 years ago, you know, it's not like Jared Allen had an amazing Ray Edwards was the, the other defensive end. Right. But they also had the Williams wall in the middle that took up all yep. kinds of attention from offensive linemen. It's also just like really nice. If you're a Vikings fan right now. And you remember after John Randall retired in the early 2000s, there was a period of, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years where like there were no pass rushers. Like Lance Johnstone was like the best pass rusher for He's five a years. The he defense in on of, third down. The
1: defensive end. So back back in the day, so twenty years, fifteen years back, the left end was your base end. So that position was basically a run stopper. Your right end was your star as far as uh, applying pressure on the quarterback's blind side. And if you recall, we went through a period there uh, pre Jared Allen trade where year after year they kept drafting guys. They drafted Erasmus James, Udeza. To your point, Johnston became a uh, a pass rush specialist on third down. He was was okay. Where there there was a long time period, though, where the Vikings basically could not find somebody, just one guy on that entire line. And and the interior of the line was pretty good. It was the outside where they could not find a guy to apply – uh, pressure which is why these last what's it been now five years or so with uh griffin and hunter has been such a luxury because yeah. now now y- you've got two and the place that the game has definitely changed is your left end now needs to rush as well that didn't used to really be the yeah. case and
0: i think i think it's probably I mean, it's it's been five years of luxury of griffin and and daniel hunter like you said and and I would even go back to the, the period before that where Jared Allen was one of the best, really like one of the top 10 or 15 pass rushers ever. That was a good trade. And don't sell Brian Rob. Brian Robison didn't get home as often as right. Neil Hunter, but Brian Robison, there was a couple of years where he was top five in pressure rate too mm-hmm. as one of the more sneaky guys. So it's it, it's been like a 10 or 12 year run now of, yeah, that position's always just been kind of covered. The other thing you'll notice too, when you look at the top pressure defensive, uh, defensive ends and edge rushers in the NFL... A lot of them are first-round picks. Like you know, it's not often that you find someone who is that athletic and that fast and just like that quick off the line of scrimmage, who is 260 pounds of 2% body fat. Like you don't find guys that are qualified to get 15 sacks in the third round. And so for the Vikings to have found Daniel Hunter and then Everson Griffin was like a fourth-round pick too. Yes, to find those guys. John Randall was undrafted. If you go back in Vikings history and like look at some of the top pass rushers. Uh, and where they found those guys it's 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 pretty incredible but yeah man like I I'm looking at right now 2019 now J.J. Watt who knows what he's when if he comes back like fully healthy at some point but you
1: look right now which which does not seem to be the case with J.J. Watt quite a bit these days
0: (laughs) right but you look right now and like there's been kind of a changing of the guard in terms of now that J.J. Watt has been sidelined of who the best pass rushers are and if you go just based on pressures alone yep it's Zadarius Smith it's Daniil Hunter it's Cameron Jordan it's Shaq Barrett and it's TJ Watt and Aaron Donald and the Nick Bosa sixth Von Miller. I mean, like, like, there's a couple guys from the old guard there in Von Miller, but it's like two of them are in the NFC North right now. In Z'Darrius Smith. Which is and bad Daniel news for Hunter. the
1: Vikings offensive line, <laughs> Phil Mackey. But that's a whole nother episode. It's another episode
0: of Purple Daily. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zulgad. That's Declan Goff. You can always help us out by giving us a five star rating and a positive review on Apple or wherever you find your podcast, and by clicking that subscribe button on youtube.com slash scorenorthschool.
1: This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th.